welcome to Pursuit Church Podcast, where we give those far from God the opportunity to pursue Christ. We are so glad you are here, and wherever you're listening from, we believe God has a word for you through today's message. Welcome, everyone, to Pursuit. We're so very happy that you could be with us today. If you're watching online today, I hope you're having a wonderful, blessed day. If you're a guest with us this morning, I invite you just to fill out that Connect card that's right in the back of the seat in front of you. If you'll fill that out on your way out this morning, you could put it in the back of our giving box uh, on your way out this morning, and we would greatly appreciate that. Before you're seated, I want to read from the book of Acts, chapter 3, verses 1 through 5. Acts chapter 3, starting with verse 1. It says, Now Peter and John went up together into the temple at the hour of prayer, being the ninth hour. And a certain man, lame from his mother's womb, was carried whom they lay daily at the gate of the temple, which is called Beautiful, to ask alms of them that entered into the temple, who, seeing Peter and John about to go into the temple, asked an alms, and Peter, fastening his eyes upon him with John, said, Look on us. And he gave heed unto them, expecting to receive something of them. I want to focus in on that very last statement this morning. And he gave heed unto them, expecting to receive something of them. This morning, I want to speak on a place called expectation. You may be seated this morning. This week, I was reading an article about how hot dogs got their beginnings and how they've become a popular food in our world today. It is believed that hot dogs were culturally imported from Germany and became popular in the United States, especially in and around New York City, so much so that even in the late 1800s, you could find hot dog stands in New York City. It became quite popular and convenient to just stop at your local hot dog stand and in just a matter of a moment or so you would have a hot and ready New York style dog. Nowadays you can find hot dogs all over the world. You can uh, get yourself a Chicago dog. You can get yourself a chili dog, a Coney Island dog. There's so many options, church, to explore among the hot dog world. (laughs) But what had particularly caught my interest in the article that I was reading this week was the cost to rent a spot to set up and sell hot dogs, especially in New York City. I read that There is a hot dog vendor who sets up every day outside the Metropolitan Museum of Art in New York City, and he pays the city of New York, wait for it, over $640,000 a year just to reserve a spot. 
Church, he pays well over half a million dollars a year just to reserve a little spot so that he can set up a hot dog stand and sell hot dogs. Who would have known that the hot dog business was that lucrative? I don't know what what that man's particular profits are, but I can promise you that when he opens his stand every day, I am sure he does it with the expectation that he is about to make a solid return on his investment because nobody pays nearly three quarters of a million dollars to reserve a bad spot to sell mere hot dogs. And I sat back and I thought, wow, that hot dog vendor must have quite the expectation. The owner of that hot dog stand must roll that stand out every day with such expectation. And church, if there's something that you really want, or if there's something that you really need, I believe it will stand to reason the best place you can be is a place called expectation. When this man in our scripture turned to Peter and John, he was expecting to receive something. He ended up receiving much more than he expected, but the key is that he was expecting something. Maybe it was a piece of silver. Maybe it was a piece of gold. Maybe it was a piece of food or something to drink. Nevertheless, He believed that there was something coming to him that would improve his situation. He had optimism about the moment. An expectancy that he would receive something that he needed. See, we all live our lives according to our expectations. Those who believe that their lives can be better generally will make their life better. And those who believe that their lives cannot change typically will remain the same. A battered wife who believes that she somehow deserves the life that she's living will often remain in the relationship. But an addict who believes that he can change does so one day at a time with a sense of expectation Because again, those who believe that their lives can become better, make their lives better. And those who believe that their lives cannot change typically will remain the same. Expectation can change everything for you or expectation can cause everything to remain the same. This morning, we all woke up with some sort of expectation of what the day may bring. Of course, since it's Sunday, we who are at church probably do something similar every Sunday. Sundays are probably pretty predictable for each of us. We get dressed, we go to church, we get something to eat after church, and then we have our own thing that we do in the afternoon or the evening. It's pretty predictable. And this morning, we each woke up with some sort of expectation about the day. We don't know exactly how the traffic will be when we head to church. We don't know exactly who all will show up. We don't know exactly the songs that they will sing. We don't know exactly what the message from the preacher will be. But we do have some sort of expectation. For some, the expectation may be, well, we're going to 
pack the kids in the car. We're going to get to church. We're going to sing our songs. We're going to go through all the uh, church motions. And then we'll leave and we'll grab a bite to eat. And the rest of the day, we will relax, chill out. You have some sort of expectation about the day. But my question for you today is, what do you expect from this service this morning? Because we've gotten this far, we've uh, gotten dressed, we've showed up, we've worshiped, we've sung. Now it's time for the speaker to speak. It's time for the preacher to preach. But what's your expectation? It's important, church, because your expectation will change the entire service for you. Or the lack thereof of expectation can cause everything to remain the same. And you'll leave here exactly the way that you came. Is your expectation that you will hear a message today? You'll shake hands with a few people. You'll say hi. You'll smile. Say goodbye. And then go home. If that is your expectation, then that will be most likely what will happen. Or did you have something else in mind? Did you come with the expectation that something will be different? Something will be different about that service. Did you come with the expectation that God will move upon you today? Did you come with the expectation that you would meet the all-merciful God and find forgiveness at an altar today? Did you come with the expectation that God was going to bless you in a new way today? And and so when the music began to play church and, and the singers began to sing, you joined in and you lifted up your hands and you clapped and you worshiped and you sang because you showed up this morning with great expectation. You showed up with the expectation that God was going to move today. You showed up with the expectation that the King of Kings was going to be here and he was going to move among us and he was going to answer some prayers and he was going to heal some people and he was going to set some people free what is your expectation today because the person with expectation will more than likely get what they are expecting as we enter a new year there is usually a certain amount of expectation good expectation. The problem is, church, is that the further we get into the year, we lose expectation. And we might find ourselves thinking, this doesn't seem much different than last year. We're still facing the same issues as last year. We still feel the same as last year. Our situation still looks the same as it did last year. Nothing has really appeared to change with the new year and we begin to lose expectation because nothing looks different, nothing feels different, nothing seems different. But this was not so for the crippled man who would lay daily at the gate of the temple. This man in our scripture who was unable to walk 
He was a crippled man since birth. He was a poor man. He could not work. He could not provide for himself. He never had nice clothes. He never had nice things. For he was just an old, crippled, poor man who had nothing. And he knew what it felt like to be the lowest and the poorest of society. He knew what it felt like to not have a home. He knew what it felt like to not have friends. He knew what it felt like to not have a job. He knew what it felt like to have a medical condition in which he could not walk like a normal person, for he was crippled since his birth. If anyone knew what it was like to face the same miserable situation, it was this man. Every single day he felt like the lowest. Every single day, he felt like the poorest. Every single day, his situation looked the same. Every single day, he felt the same. Nothing ever looked like his life was ever going to change. And yet, the poor, old, crippled, homeless man who had no connections. He knew nobody that could help him. He had no friends. His life never seemed to change year after year. His miserable life stayed the same, and yet he was not without expectation. He was not without expectation. Wow, church, that really puts me to shame. That convicts me. That convicts my heart. Because how can I show up to church and not have expectation? How can I show up where I know the King of Kings is going to be but not have expectation? How can I begin to lift up my hands and worship the Almighty God and not have expectation? How can I sing songs like he is my provider and he is my healer and he is my deliverer and he is my savior and not have expectation? Because if anyone had an excuse to not have any expectation, it was the man who lay daily at the gate of the temple and yet day after day, week after week, year after year, he continued to show up. He continued to expect. He continued to ask. He continued to hope. And at no point, church, did he say, okay, that's enough. I think I'll stop now. At no point did he become convinced that it wasn't going to happen. At no point did he become discouraged enough to not show up. But every day he woke up with expectation and he got himself over to the gate called Beautiful. And he would begin to hope and expect expect for his thoughts every day was this is going to be the day. This is going to be the day. Despite never really having anything I can imagine, this poor crippled, homeless man waking up every morning declaring, this is the day the Lord hath made. I will rejoice and be glad in it. This is the day the Lord has made. I have showed up with great expectation. This is the day the Lord has made. I will lift up my hands and give him praise. Great was his expectation. 
And one of the greatest tragedies is that I would ever show up to church without expectation. One of the greatest tragedies is that I would ever praise and worship and sing and shout without expectation. One of the greatest tragedies is that I would ever try to preach a gospel message without expectation that God would move in our service. And so I ask again this morning, did you come with expectation? Peter and John met the lame man at the gate. It was a huge gate, 75 feet high, 60 feet wide. It was made from brass overlaid with thick plates of pure gold. It was so heavy that it would normally take 20 men to open and close the gate. The gate was monumental in size. And that's where he sat. That was his spot. And when you panhandle for a living, your spot is important. The best spots are hard to come by. And this man, obviously, over the course of 20 plus years, had moved his way up the ladder to the best spot in all of Jerusalem. He was sitting beside the gate beautiful where the faithful men and women went in and out of the house of God. Surely there was no better place to find a little love and a little charity. And besides that, he had probably seen many others changed, healed, forgiven, set free. For it was right at the gate of the house of God that he would sit. And he was the type of guy that never stopped showing up. Even when everyone else had received what they needed. Even when others had received what they wanted. Even when others had, uh, answer, God had answered their prayers. He had received nothing yet. And yet the next day he would still be there. And the next week he would still be there. For daily the Bible says he showed up with expectation that soon it's going to be my turn. Soon I'm going to get what I need. Soon my need will be met. Ephesians chapter 3 verse 20 says this. I won't be much longer. It says, Now unto him that is able to do, exceeding abundantly above all that we ask or think, according to the power that worketh in us. God bases my blessing on what I ask or think. I get to decide my level of change that I expect. Once I decide that things are going to get better, once I decide that things are not going to stay the same, once I determine that I'm not going to remain in the same situation, once I determine, church, that I'm going to get my joy back and I'm going to get my peace back, once I determine that, that I am tired of going service after service, leaving the same way, feeling the same way, stuck in the same situation, a new sermon won't fix it. A new song won't fix it. A new preacher won't fix it. A new church won't fix it. A new building won't fix it. But one thing will fix it. It's a place called expectation. And the man who laid at the gate found himself there, church. He found himself at the place called expectation. And this was the outcome. Scripture says, And Peter, fastening his eyes upon him with John, said, Look on us. 
Then Peter said, silver and gold have I none, but such as I have give I thee. In the name of Jesus Christ of Nazareth, rise up and walk. And he took him by the right hand, and he lifted him up, and immediately his feet and ankle bones received strength. And he, leaping up, stood and walked and entered with them in the temple, leaping and praising God. Praise God, church. He got what he expected. In other words, despite being crippled his whole life, despite being poor his whole life, despite being the lowest of society, church, it was worth showing up again. It was worth not giving up. It was worth not walking away. It was worth it, church. What am I saying this morning? I'm saying don't you quit expecting. Don't you walk away. Don't you throw in the towel. Don't you quit praying. Don't you give up. I know things may look the same as they did last year. I know it may appear that things haven't really changed, but one of these days, because you kept believing and because you kept praying and because you kept expecting and because you kept showing up, God is going to show up and say, rise up and walk. Your miracle is here. Your healing is here. Your deliverance has arrived. Church, your answer has come. Let's all stand as I get ready to close. Can you imagine what God would do among a people with the same expectancy as the crippled man who laid at the temple gate? Imagine what God would do among a people if we showed up with that same expectancy. Imagine instead of Becoming discouraged because things look the same. Things appear to be the same. Things feel like that they're the same. We show up every chance we get declaring, this is the day the Lord hath made. I will rejoice and be glad in it. This is the day the Lord hath made. I will lift up my hands this morning and give him praise. I woke up with the same pain that I've been praying that God would take away. But this is the day the Lord hath made. I have showed up with expectation. I've woke up with expectation. I've come with expectation. I've prayed with expectation. Imagine what God would do if we made up our mind. I'm going to go to the altar with expectation. I'm going to go to my knees in expectation. I'm going to pray with expectation. I'm going to lift my hands with expectation. I'm going to worship with the church with expectation. Oh, I know God would move church. I know God would touch somebody. I know God would touch somebody. I know God would move on somebody if they would just lift up their hands with expectation. It's powerful because he really is here. The King of kings, the Lord of lords, the almighty. First and last, the beginning and the end, the author of life. He is here. And he can rewrite your life. 
He'd give you a new start, a new beginning. Right here, right now, if you would just show up with some expectation, if you would pray with expectation, if you would believe and have faith, God is prepared to answer some prayers. God is here ready to heal. God is here ready to touch somebody. God is here ready to touch somebody's mind and deliver them from depression and anxiety and lack of peace. He wants to give your joy back. He wants to give you your peace back. He wants to do a mighty work in you. Thank you for joining us today. Be sure to subscribe and share this podcast with your friends. For more information about Pursuit, visit PursuitChurchAR.com. Thank you for listening and see you next week.